Y'all, welcome back. I am, I'm so excited right now because I got Eric back with me. It has been, I mean, shit, man, it's almost been like a month or so. So welcome back, brother. How, how you doing? Oh, I'm living. You know, I got COVID, but we're, you know, we're, we're doing okay. Not a fake virus, I found out. Not a, it's a real thing. Weird. Real thing. I, it's like, it's like the Democrats weren't lying. I'm very confused. Well, I think that or my, uh, I'm just real susceptible to being tricked in the brain. I think is also a possibility. So, yeah, very true. It's weird, dude. We had you, or you know, we, you, you did an episode like years ago. You were the first of us to get the COVID vaccine, and now here we are. Like, I don't know if I should knock on wood or whatever, but like, I still haven't gotten it. Like, somehow haven't ever caught COVID. So, like, I guess just fingers crossed. I'm the last one of us that hasn't, because I think everybody else has. Yeah, I'm blaming the small children I spent Thanksgiving with. So, dude. Did uh, did the small children that you spent Thanksgiving with also agree that turkey sucks and they want steak next year? Yeah, I don't think either of them ate turkey. Actually, now that I'm thinking about yeah, it, nobody does. Nobody likes. But they turkey. eat it turkey's, turkey's a joke. as a sandwich meat, though. Yeah, I, I. To be fair, I think you put a sandwich in front of a kid, they're going to eat it. Like, I don't think it really matters, you know. But like, as far as like, if if I gave my kid an option between like turkey or chicken nuggets, it'd probably take chicken nuggets. Yeah, but if you give your kid an option between like anything and chicken nuggets, they're going to choose chicken nuggets. That's a very good point, yeah. sir. Very, <laughs> very. Good Joe, point. if you put a chicken uh, well, yeah, nuggets okay, in so... front of you and I and anything else, yeah, there's chi- a decent <laughs> chance chicken nuggets or some or filet mignon. My kids are going to pick chicken nuggets. Yeah, but we might answer. pick chicken nuggets too. I mean, it depends on the time of evening. If it's late, I, uh, I, it's fine. Don't worry about it. <laughs> well, y'all, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm just excited to see this guy again. But also, we're going to be talking the World Cup uh, right now. And don't worry, this is not a sports podcast. We're not going to go into details and stuff. Go check out Vance's podcast. Uh, what was it? What's that thing called? Uh, yeah. The Let, Let Down, Down Look, Look Ahead. Ahead. Yeah, that's what it is. Let Down Look Ahead. In fact, Eric and I were on it uh, a couple of weeks back, so check out that episode if you really care about sports. But if you don't care about sports, then welcome to our show, because we're going to talk about just soccer in general, because it's weird. Like, first of all, the fact that we call it soccer in America is just, I mean, that's a thing. Like, are there other countries that call it soccer? Is it just us? Do we Have we ever checked I mean, this out? I know that there are other English-speaking nations that use soccer and football interchangeably, essentially, right? Like, you will catch a British person calling it soccer sometimes. But it's pretty rare. Hmm. Interesting. Dude, okay. So that actually, that sets me up. Like, this weekend, uh, England is playing. But now America is out of it. Did that change your fandom at all? Are you still watching as intently now that America's not, like, in it? Um. Yeah, probably I'm watching about the same, I would say. You know, I'm not as emotionally invested. Yeah. But it is one of my favorite sporting events. Although this one has been kind of weird. Like, I don't feel like there's a lot of pomp of circumstance around this one as much as others, right? Like, I haven't heard of, like, people doing watch parties or you're not getting, like, those videos oh. of people celebrating goals that often, that kind of thing. Was that – dude? and I'll admit, I didn't really pay attention that close last year and certainly have never paid attention ever before that. So, like, last year – I think – where was it last year? China? Well, it's once every four years is important. And You know, that's what I mean. That last – And it was in Russia. <laughs> That's what I meant. I knew that too. Uh, but like, so last year it was more of like a to do. Is is that kind of what you're? Well, yeah. You're like, doing? well, normally it's in the summer, and I think that's a big part of it. Is that it's normally in the summer, and people are already like out and about doing things. So like, in 2014, the last time the U.S. was in it, you could look it up. Like, look up uh, world's reaction to like Landon Donovan goal, and you see people in 
St. Louis and Chicago and Johannesburg or wherever, like celebrating like crazy. Yeah. And it's a whole bunch of people watching. Yeah, I haven't seen that. And I didn't. I don't remember. I didn't see a lot of videos like that this time around. No, I don't even know what you're talking about. To be, I mean, I know what you're talking about, and then I've seen it in like other sports, like you know, football games or whatever. Like, especially when the Eagles won, there was an Eagles bar downtown in a different city, like that kind of shit. I get what you mean, but I've never seen that for soccer. At least not around here. But like, I kind of just attributed that because America doesn't care. But you're saying America does care. We just not this time around. America I, cares I about America. Uh, I think would that be. is exactly <laughs> that's exactly my point. As soon as the United States lost, I felt myself stop caring. I, I now and I had no like lofty ideals that we were going to win this thing, but it was just like as soon as they lost, it was like the, the it's just like a reminder, like oh that's right, we're not like a soccer country or whatever. But like it's like it, it's it's besides the Olympics, it's the only thing I watch on a world stage. Like I, I watch very few other like world stage besides like that random assortment of snow it feels like a crackhead compilated snow winter olympic sports like i don't understand most of those so i don't watch that but besides that and then the winter the summer olympics i don't know anything about like world sports do you care about the olympics like not at all right what yeah, like the Summer Olympics, kind of. I kind of care about uh, basketball if we're doing that. I, I, I'll i watch the track and field because I sort of kind of almost ran track in high school or whatever. But like certainly more so than like the Winter Olympics. Like, I mean, plenty of plenty of comedians have covered the Winter Olympics, Seinfeld most notably. But like they don't half the like competitions don't even make sense. Like the biathlon, like that. That's that. What like what an absurd pairing of just like cross country murder. Like that. That's a, it's a, like it's a very silly thing. Like, at least with the Olympics, if it's a 100-meter dash, that's the same all over the world. Right. You know, you set out 100 meters and you run it, it's 100 meters or whatever. Like, the bobsled, like, well, next, like, even if you did it in 28 seconds this year, next year it's going to be a different course. So, like, how do you even compare one year to the next? Like, ski jumping, it, it the wind could change it, the, the, the humidity could change. Hell, it's a different hill every time we do it. Like, I don't, I don't get the Winter Olympics, so that, but that's a whole separate fucking thing i i just don't like well it's relevant because I, yeah, I, I guess i just turn now and we're talking about the world cup which is true. very weird i didn't even notice your yeah i didn't notice it's usually in the summer i didn't even notice that now is not the normal time for the why are we doing it now like you know but why are we well, doing do it now it's because it's in qatar and you can't you don't want to do they had to change when yep. it was because it's in a it's in a Desert. Like 135 a degrees it's a, in the summer. It's a inhabitable <laughs> desert. <laughs> why? Which is yet one of many questions I have as to why we're doing this in Qatar. Like, of all the places, and I don't mean like, I, I think everybody or anyone that cares kind of, like, there was a lot of bribery. I think that's just normal with FIFA. I guess that's just soccer. Yeah, it's kind of wild. Everyone like, bribed. Remember everybody. how I told you the one before this was in Russia? So. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Clearly, money talks in international competitions because what Russia also had two Olympics recently as well. So, oh yeah, yeah, it's it's clearly there because of money, and I I wonder if that is part of the reason people are just like, yeah, what, what, whatever. Like, because there's also a lot of hmm. uh, human rights issues. Let's say, are there in Qatar? Just a couple. <laughs> I mean, as America's number one most conservative podcast, we uh, – I don't – do we support Qatar? I can't uh, we, know. We appreciate the emirs 
totalitarian rule, and we appreciate his oil. Thank you, sir. Yep. Yeah, thank you for the oil. That's where I... We, we appreciate what you have under the sand, but what y'all do to people above the sand is a whole separate thing. But uh, it's certainly not very Christian, I'll tell you that right now. Not Well, unless it is kind of Christian. It's kind of old school Christian. But we're not going to – we don't have Vance <laughs> here for that. We don't have our local biblical correspondent on the scene <laughs> for that one. But, yeah, dude, it's it's just weird, like, that we just allow – like, and this isn't even just soccer, but this is just, I, I guess, society. Money runs everything so much so that we – like, collectively, we all look past it. Like in our little text thread group or whatever, uh, John said something like, I know Qatar is terrible, but it's been a really fun World Cup. And like a bunch of people agreed. And like that's the sentiment I find online is like everyone seems to be like enjoying the sport. And we have completely looked past the like the migrants abuse, like the migrant workers that were building the city. Like we completely we've forgotten about it. We've Why do we do this? Like we are a weird people. I don't. Do you think we've forgotten about it or you think we're just like in the moment? We're just this is good. I like this. You know what I mean? It's it's the same thing when like I heard a Michael Jackson song at a wedding recently, and everybody was like, "Hell yeah!" You know what I mean? Because it's a great <laughs> song. It's not like we don't know anything, but yeah, in the moment we're just like, "This is created for me to appreciate it," and I'm going to appreciate it now. But I can also remember what it took to make this happen. I guess. Uh huh. I mean, we've become. I think we were talking about this actually one time when Ashley was on the pod, or I forget who, it was you and me and somebody. Uh, but we, we have become so, I mean, I guess just good at separating the act or the song or the art from the artist or the creator or whatever. Like, you almost can't get through life nowadays without it. It's almost impossible to, to just function in society if you're constantly aware of all of the things that are the reasons for why we have society. Yeah, it's interesting. And part of me wonders, so... There's this thing called sports washing, right? Where the idea is you have all these sports and it sort of washes away or sort of makes people think about the sport thing instead of the horrible things you're doing otherwise, right? So like the idea Mm -hmm. for Qatar to host the World Cup, it seems, was to sort of be like, hey, look, we are a modern country. Come do business here. Come visit here. Yada, yada. Hmm. Does that feel like it's working to you? I mean, no, <laughs> like uh, the only thing I see on like Twitter or whatever is like terrible, terrible shit about being in Qatar. Right. So like, why did they do this then? Cause they, they Dude. built some of these stadiums. This is billions and billions of dollars that they've done. Not to mention yeah. the human lives that were lost to do Literally this. Thousands of lives. Um, but why? I don't know. I don't get like obviously they thought it was going to like do some stuff but I don't even know what they thought it was going to do like I can't imagine the 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 standard French person or certainly not the standard American person watching these games is going to come away from this going I'm going to visit Qatar now or like maybe Maybe it's something on a level that we just don't understand, like you and I, because we don't have the capital. Like, maybe it's more of a reach out to, like, Mercedes. Right. Yeah. Or, like, you know, like, you know, some – some. I, I literally, in my head, I'm trying to think of expensive watches. And I know there's the brand that I'm trying Rolex. to think of. But you know what – thank you. You know what came into my head? Timex. I almost said maybe they're aiming – you know, they're Bro, aiming for that Timex money, are. baby. They're getting Timex <laughs> quality for these Rolex prices, it feels yeah. like. Yeah. They, they... <laughs> 
they aimed for Rolex and they got Timex. They got they got bamboozled. But it does. It feels like they got bamboozled, and not just the social stuff, because the social stuff is just that's just funny that people would think that you know Britons British people are crazy. They're essentially Americans with a slightly more classy accent, even if you want to call it classy. But they can at least pretend they're classy. Like they're just us. They're just drunk. Yeah, knives not guns. So, like, you invited yeah. them over. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. They they they're not going to show up and suddenly be peaceful. Like every video you find of like crazy British tourists, which I've gone down a left turn once or twice, it's insane. Well, part of it is also I don't know that that's necessarily happening now because it's very hard to find alcohol in Qatar, which is a big issue with soccer like hooliganism, right? Is that um igniter? Is there's a better word for that? But yeah. yeah drunken mob mentality it's the spark without the booze <laughs> it's like that south park episode when they're reenacting the civil war and like once all the booze runs out they're like all right let's go home and like same shit but i see in, in my head i imagine that you could get booze just not at the stadium but then like i and now i'm picturing like where the fuck are you gonna get booze in Qatar? there's only uh like certain places that they're allowed to sell it essentially and it's not like you can acquire it, it's just it's very very specific places where you can do it, and it's not prevalent. Let's say. Yeah, yeah, that's fair. So, okay, has this changed your opinion on like? And I know you you are just a soccer or a sports aficionado in general, but has this year changed your opinion on soccer? Like, just as an American, like, do do you care more at all? Um, I'm. No, not really. Is essentially the answer, right? <laughs> yeah. I don't know that every like, but I think I'm it hoping. could have, right? So mm. let's say mm. the U.S. had beaten the Netherlands on Saturday, right? And a whole bunch of people were watching. Theoretically, don't you think there's a hype machine that could have gotten behind and like people been like, "Hey, watch this because it's really good," or do you think the fact that it's halfway around the world during Christmas during the holidays, and yeah. it happens at essentially during Thanksgiving, nine a.m. in the morning, is sort of like yeah. a deterrent for us giving a shit dude first of all a hundred percent and i can i can give you evidence of that i'm in south dakota for thanksgiving when the world cup is going on no one's watching i mean this house the house we're in is a relatively large house it has multiple tvs not a one is on soccer one's on news one's on the parade and one's on something like football preemptive or pregame show like we just collectively don't care do you think we ever will well joe do you know where the next world cup is is it here? It is the U.S., Canada, and Mexico. It's the three, yeah, North American nations. Yeah, no shit. Mm-hmm. Wait, so how does how does that work? Uh, like some they play like play... a couple games. There's some games in Toronto and Vancouver, I think, and then some games in Mexico City and like Monterey, and then the rest of them are essentially in the U.S. Interesting. Do you think that'll pull the kids? Because like, that's all we're trying well, to do. Well, that's what I'm saying is like play soccer and not. I feel like this could have been a lead up to that, right? Like get people ex- excited about the idea for that. You know, sort of like, <sighs> oh, hey, look, we're gonna have this in four years. It's gonna be great. But we're still. It was terrible. in Qatar, and the U.S. didn't do super great. They were fine, so it's come and gone, right? But that's the thing. That's the problem with Americans. Like, well, I'm used to watching the Summer Olympics, and we're on top. Like, the U.S. is almost always winning, and if we're not, we're super friggin' close. And then to tune it, like, we've just been conditioned, I think, as Americans. I'm just conditioned for, you know, America, number one, blah, blah, blah. And, like, that's 
also I'm realizing that's maybe how the powers that be pull the wool over our collective eyes is that we're so good at sports. Don't worry about, you know, health care. <laughs> look how good we are with the ball. I know you don't have insurance, but look, we're really strong. That would be that would be a really funny like meeting to be in the room on, right? To be like, all right, guys, we have this guy named Michael Jordan. So what we're gonna do is we're just gonna <laughs> cut welfare, but we're gonna send him overseas. Like, how would that even go? <laughs> mm-hmm. We're gonna market it so well, <laughs> dude. But I mean, I feel like that might be. It certainly buys into the whole like we're number one bullshit because we do. We tend to win these things, and tuning in and watching us just get our asses kicked by foreign nations, like. I personally, speaking as as a representative of most Americans, I don't like it. I I, I just it, it I, I come away with it, and I'm like I didn't enjoy that. And I it like I watched random games. I watched like I don't, I'm just gonna pick countries like Ghana, Cameroon. I don't even think that was an actual matchup, but whatever. And like enjoyed it until the United States lost, and then I like friggin' quit. In fact, here's a question: If you were to watch it, I don't even know if this is a matchup, but if you were to watch Ghana and Cameroon, would you pick a side to cheer for? And if so, how do you assign? fanhood to two countries you've never been in i mean outside of gambling is what you're saying yeah 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 not like putting dollars down because then it's just odds but i mean like if you're just sitting there like cheering have you ever done yeah, that like sure. Canada like, versus England, i think you that's just part one? of the fun thing about sports right is you could just like watch it and arbitrarily be like i like this person i don't like this person right like you, sports <laughs> yeah. hate is some of the best like hate there is because it's not real like you don't actually hate the person but you do like hate the person you just hate the yeah. idea of what crazy they're doing people make to like real. the team. Yes, but like, but that's the thing you're person, allowed to. You don't. You know, they're probably great. You get to like who they are as an individual, yeah. but as a like quarterback, I could be like, fuck that guy. Yeah, absolutely. Tom Brady is probably super nice to his mom, and he's probably never slapped his wife or now ex-wife. But I can say I hate him because I can just say that you know it's allowed or whatever. But with soccer, like if you pick like literally, let's just say Ghana, Cameroon, not gambling. How would you pick which side you're cheering? Uh, I would probably pick whatever side I thought was playing the most aesthetically pleasing, right? Like so, this is like the difference Ooh. between rooting for Georgia Tech running the triple option. Or rooting for Texas Tech airing it out and doing spread. You know yeah. what I mean? It's sort of that. What's that more idea. fun? Yeah. I dig that. I, I like that a lot. That's awesome. All right. So now that the United States is out, who's your team? Um, well, I have money on Brazil. So, And I also think they're the Let's most fun to watch. Um, God, there's so much. Yeah. It's, you could feel – and I don't know shit about soccer, obviously, but watching random games and then you watch Brazil or, like, France, and you're like, good lord, y'all just play different. It's a di- The ball is just so much faster. But, yeah, I, when the United States got beat, essentially, is, is kind of when I started to fizzle out because, you know, obviously I don't like watching us lose. But that brings us, sir, to this week's hey, quiz, yo. everybody. Biggest blowouts in history. Okay. There's, I got three of them here. Uh, I don't even know how to ask you this question. Actually, all right, here you go. What's the largest lead? What's the largest shutout lead ever in World Cup history? What to zero is the largest World Cup victory? I'm going to go nine. Nine? Nothing. Yeah. And it's happened twice. It's happened. Can you name any? Because it's four different countries. Can you name any one of the four? Either the people that won or the people that lost. Just take a random ass I'm going to say Brazil. Nope. France? Nope. Germany? Nope. And <laughs> One more. Belgium. Nope. 
good class. Very. I mean, I, I almost said you're close, but I couldn't. I don't even know where half these countries are. Not even kidding. Uh, the first one, 1954, Hungary nine, South Korea zero. That's tough. Which That's is, tough. you know, tough. as you do. And then 1974, and this one, I'm not kidding. I couldn't find either one of these countries on a map. Well, in fact, I'll tell you what, I'll give you this way. Uh, Zaire and Yugoslavia. One of them nine, one of them zero. I don't think either of the, Yugoslavia doesn't exist anymore. And hey, I'm I don't feel as bad. relatively sure Zaire is named something else as well. Is that right? Yeah. So I, you not being able to find those on a map is, I'm going to give you a pass on that because I don't think they exist. I feel yet. better. <laughs> I do feel better. We, I could, I, I'm glad I didn't give like a, a, a lie. Like, yeah, pre-show. I was trying to find him on a map. I just couldn't seem to find him. I said, well, that's that's fucking what. Yeah. Zaire stopped being a country in 1997 and is now the Democratic Republic of the Congo. I feel like I knew that. Interesting. Obviously. I that, but I feel like Obviously. I, <laughs> I feel like I might have heard. I've heard. No, see, what I meant was is I've seen the movie Congo. Yeah, exactly. And so that's, yeah. that's me, close Amy, enough. Me, Amy, me, good. <laughs> well uh well zaire lost uh yugoslavia nine zaire zero and then in 1982 hungary and el salvador played it's uh the largest lead recently your largest beat down recently do you know the score there hungary versus el salvador 1982 uh 8-1 hungary 10 el salvador Ooh, one. Ooh, it's rough out here and dude, watching because uh, we were kind of texting each other, watching the South Korea game when they were losing like four nothing this year or like a couple days ago, whatever. And they scored that one goal, and their fans still like kind of yeah, celebrated. Sure. Like, you know what I mean? Like they were still like very excited. Which that is not an American thing. No, uh, that I've never once. If if my, if I'm watching a game and my team is down by four scores, if it's football and we're down twenty eight nothing and we kick a field goal, I'm silent. I don't make a goddamn peep. Yeah, but I guess an equivalent would be like you're down 15 in the fourth quarter with two minutes left, but sweet alley-oop dunk. you probably still like, hey, yo. Okay, I'll give you that. Oh, you know I'm jumping yeah. for that. Okay, so it's – okay, that's fair. It's more for the the thrill of the athletic moment, not anything to do with the score or the game overall. Yeah, exactly. That's what I would say, yeah. Okay, okay. I'll give you that. Yeah, soccer's weird, man. It doesn't have anything like that. Like, there's, I mean, I guess like a screamer from deep. Like, what's? Let me just ask you that. That's a very just blank question. What's your favorite play in soccer? What's like your favorite thing to like? To, if one moment were to have happen, what would, uh, besides winning? Well, but, no, like, the know. best things I think are like team goals that require like a bunch of passing, and they essentially just pass it into the net because it requires a TikTok whole bunch of people being on the same page, having the same idea, with the same movements. And I think there's, I think that is the most aesthetically pleasing thing that can happen in soccer. Which again is just not American. Like at least not. Well, for we're me. not good at it. I, I, yeah, I want to toss sweep to one guy, and then he trucks like four. Like he trucks through a linebacker, shakes a deep. Like that's what I want. Or LeBron to go coast to coast and just dunk on half the team. It's yeah, like, it's LeBron really versus love Spurs individuals. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. That's that is. Yet, just so many reasons that soccer is just not our game. It, it just – do you think – and this is such a broad scope question that it's not really fair, but do you think it ever will be? Do you think in like 2050 it's like a top three sport in America? I think it's going to grow. I don't know that it's going to get to top three. That would surprise me. But it's already bigger now than it was 10 years ago, right? Is it? Yeah, I would say so. 
I mean, I we have. I mean, I'll, I'll, I'll take your word. Were for we it. texting about soccer ten years ago? Good point. I, I literally just admitted that I didn't watch the World Cup two sessions ago, two whatevers yeah. ago. Huh. All right. All right. I got you there. So oh, wow. All right. So then, like, what, so moving forward, then, what do you think? What do you think we could do? Like, is there anything that like? We could try to instill to like get us more like like you just aim for the so kids. yeah they've how, already how get, like, they I didn't don't even suck. have like a youth soccer system for like identifying good children at soccer essentially until ten years ago essentially so okay so we actually the do have reason a chance, like the the team you watched play the Netherlands was the youngest team in the World Cup and the reason for that is because all their best players are in their early twenties because they were identified in the system. And they're like, oh, these kids are good at soccer. Let's work on making them better. No shit. I hadn't even heard that. So art, the American team average age was younger than every other team? Yeah. 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 All right. Then that actually, that I changed everything I just said. Maybe we do have a hope for the future. Maybe there actually is a chance. Yeah, there. but I mean, that's why it's the having the World Cup at home in four years is going to be interesting is because, like, teams play better at home and they're going to have true full support and they're going to sort of be in their prime. And it's going to be probably the most talented group of players they've ever had. I don't know if it'll be the best team, but they will be the most talented overall. So it could be interesting. I'll take it building a foundation. I mean, and hopefully that it just, it just hasn't become, I mean, it's certainly not the level of like NFL Sunday, whereas I know men and women, families that sit down and watch football together and the World Cup, when you look at these other fans, Japanese fans, Belgian fans, like that, they clearly care so much more, which I get. Obviously, it's just inbred in them or whatever. But like, do you think we'll ever get to there where like it's a, it's a family event, like sitting down and watching soccer? That's a good question. Um, I think that goes back to the thing where as Americans, especially, we sort of like the best, right? And I don't know that we're ever going to have the best soccer available to us at, like, a time when it would make sense for that to work, right? Like, mm-hmm. they're not going to play primetime American games, games that happen in primetime in America in the Premier League. It just doesn't make sense. So is everybody going to mm-hmm. wake up and watch a match at 10 a.m.? Just because it's the best? I would do no. it. Yeah, it's it's still even now it's still kind of a, a weird niche market to have like England Premier League games on. Like, there's a couple of bars around town. I'm sure Austin has the same thing, but like, it's still a niche market. Like, it's not as if it. I wonder even if if for whatever reason England decided to play a game like early, early in their day that would be or maybe late, however the hours work out. To like, if there was an English Premier League game at like 6 p.m., I still don't think we'd watch. I, I still don't think. It would catch it. It's not even necessary. It's just a collection of, of all yeah, of it. Like, no just, but, it all. Yeah, but the connection that you see, like that has been as much fun for me, almost as much fun as gambling, is watching the genuine emotions on these fans. Holy shit. A 1-0 game, and they are still locked in. They are still, like, crying. The amount of times you see people crying, for better or for worse, happy and sad, like, Far more than you see in American sports. Like, that emotion, I don't even see that in the NFL. I don't, I don't see, you know what I mean? Like, that's that's something that I don't even know if we have at yeah, all. Yeah, I think that's reserved for or do college you. sports. 
mostly because mm. I think college is much more of a, like an emotional based fandom than NFL fandom or professional fandom. And I, mm. I, at, I just think that's true, and I'm guessing it has to do with like where we associate when we went to college. It's sort of an identity as much as it is anything else, right? Like, for instance, like yeah, the Vance identifies as an A and M fan, and it's like part of like who he is. Almost, you know what I mean? A very big part, and like a very large. Part. I like the Spurs and the Cowboys, but like I like them a lot, and I root for them, and I watch them, but. It doesn't affect, like, how I think about anything. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't change your weekend. Huh. I know you're right, though. Where I went to school and where I'm from, I mean, no wonder these passions are, are so because, much yeah, bigger. It's, because, it's like, a it's... national identity, right? Like, it's the same concept. It's just as a nation, not as, like, a school you chose. It's what I'm guessing, like, because like, my, both my parents went to Ohio State, but you know, my brother and I never, ever were fans. Like, we didn't grow up, like, as an Ohio State family. It's what I imagine, like, if there's, like, a grandpa and grandma that went to Alabama and then their kids went to Bama and their kids' kids. The whole, that type of a game day in that household is probably as passionate as, like, a Brazilian household sitting down to watch the soccer game. Like, I imagine it's similar. Certainly closer than, like, a, a you know, a pro family. So I have a friend who lives in Morocco, and Morocco beat – Germany or something like that and she was on the road and she couldn't go anywhere for an hour because people were celebrating in the streets Whoa. you know what I mean it was a national um, I, I have another friend who works in Saudi Arabia national holiday the day after they beat Argentina I mean specifically against Argentina a team that you were supposed to get stomped by but yeah I friggin bet wow the, the idea of the national identity being strong enough that you would all collectively decide, like, you know, we're, we're dropping everything. I don't think, like, we don't, there's nothing in America that we have like that. I mean, the Super Bowl is the closest thing, right? The closest, but, like, there's still people out and about on the Super Bowl. Like, yeah. there's still people just there doing, people like, who don't regular know shit. Yeah, that's amazing to me. Like, that, that is, and that's the bit, that's the closest thing we got, and it's not, it's really not that close. Like, certainly, I've never, if the Super Bowl's going on, the highways don't shut down. Yeah. You know, like, there's still long-haul truckers driving. If you're right, oblivious that the game's even on because they just don't care. Like, that is, it's just a deeper thing there. It's honestly, it sounds fun. It sounds like that would be, that's like a bucket list thing to do. Like, would be to go to a game in Brazil or Argentina or any one of these kinds. Like, yeah, even just France. It seems like they give a massive shit, too. Like, it, it's just, it's really I fun. I mean, Ashley has told us the story of being there during the World Cup. Like, they, they care. They care. They care a lot, lot. Yeah, that's awesome. That's friggin' awesome. So I'm curious well, though, yeah. like, I, f so we're gonna have all these countries coming here in four years. I don't know. I'm just I'm curious how that's gonna go. Oof. I mean, I imagine we will. I mean, it, I wouldn't know what rules we would even have to like. Enforced. See, that's the I mean, thing, like, that's the crazy thing about America. Like, most of the places that host something like this, like an international competition, is they have to put in so many resources to get it ready to go, right? Like, when I was in Greece, they still had trains that they built for the Olympics in Athens that nobody used. And They built them just for, like, the hotels to the stadium and back, and, and then like, that's it? Well, yeah, and, like, to go around the city and all that stuff, but, like, people don't use them. 
So there's like Olympic villages yeah. in London, right? Like where the where Spurs play or where West Ham plays. That's who it is. Is like an Olympic stadium that was built, but there's a ton of stuff around there that just like exists now because they needed that. But we're not going to do that. We don't have the public transportation. Well, we don't have that. to do it. Is the thing we we do that we host events all the time that are huge in scale. Yeah, yeah. I mean, we did. We have yeah. I'll Every say, weekend like, there's a football the game stadium. with a hundred thousand people in it. There's yeah, what a hundred football games with a hundred thousand people in them, or seventy thousand. But aren't like it doesn't? I assume most Americans have cars. You come here from a different country, and then what? You just going to Uber yeah, it? Sure, I yeah. guess. I guess, yeah. That's the thing. We don't have to do anything huh. to make this happen, right? Yeah. Like we just. Well, we got to bribe FIFA, but otherwise, I don't even know if we had to do set. that, honestly. Like, I think there's enough really? advertising dollars and cachet uh, to come here to where it's just like it's worth it for them. Like, if FIFA or any soccer can like so. English clubs, right? Like Barcelona, who is in English, obviously, or like Liverpool or Manchester United, will come and play here during the summer, during their off time normally. And they do that just to attract fans and get American advertising dollars. Like, it'll be worth it for That's them true. just for that. I, I saw, I forget, it was Liverpool play somebody at the Denver Broncos Stadium uh, like a year ago yeah. or whatever. It was packed. Yeah. It was fucking packed. Huh. See, but maybe that says, like, we like soccer, I think. We just don't like our soccer. We're just well aware that American soccer is kind of shit. And so we just don't, like, we just don't support it as much as we do. Like, when the name, or or we're just susceptible to advertising. When the name Liverpool or Manchester United shows up, we just don't, you know, I don't even know who the Kansas City Sounders. I don't even know what they're, like, you know, whatever. I think No, Seattle Sounders, yeah. Kansas City. I think they're just. Yeah, that's yeah. what I mean. They were the Wizards back in the sporting. day, but I think they're sporting KC now. The sporting Kansas yeah. City, yeah, but maybe that's what it is. It's, it's just the, it, it it it's the it's the marketing play. It's like you come to America, you can get Rolex and Timex here. You just gotta. It depends on how you want. So I think that's something they're gonna try and work on because, so normally to go to the World Cup, you have to do World Cup qualifying, right? Where you play a bunch of countries sort of in your region. So the U.S. plays like oh, yeah, Concacaf yeah. or whatever. So they play like Haiti and Dominican Republic and shit. And you have to do well enough in that to qualify. But when you're the host nation, you don't have to do that. So for the next oh, you're just four in. years, the U.S. doesn't have to do anything to qualify for the World Cup. So hmm. what they might end up doing is like trying to play a bunch of big name teams in America if they can. To oh, sort of like that's cool. create hype buzz. And yeah. it's generally probably it's worth buzz, it for yeah. these teams to come. So, I mean, we'll we'll throw money at you. That's for sure. We're good at that, huh? But yeah, we won't have any like weird social restrictions. Like in Russia, I can imagine there was a lot. Obviously, you can't be gay. I mean, that's it's like illegal. Qatar, same thing. Here, like, what are we gonna tell? Like, are, are there gonna be any weird social rules? Or I mean, I guess it's pretty. Yeah. Like, for what it's worth, to give America credit, maybe it is. We're at least kind of sort of. Yeah, I think honestly, most bit. of the places they're playing already ha- are already like. Marijuana is legal, right? That kind of thing. Um, yeah. It's going to be California. There's not a it's lot of social like stigmas yeah. or whatever in most of these places. Like, I don't think it's going to be a problem. And that's going to be, I think. Plenty of booze. So one of the reasons I think it's really going to be interesting is because, like I said, the last two World Cups, Qatar and Russia. Yeah, as strict as you get. Yeah. 
and not like and the easiest some Russian dudes to, like, over here where we yeah. have. So I don't know. It could be very interesting. It could be a lot of fun. I think so. If it's in your city in four years, check it out. It'll probably be a good time. Hopefully, we're still making podcasts at that point. Uh, for what it's worth, if you've made it thirty six minutes in this, I posted a thing on Instagram the other day. Like we're actually, we're, our listenership is like up a lot. So thank you, oh, yeah. whoever you are out there listening. Shout out to the people. Really, really do appreciate it. Yeah, for real. And uh, yeah, shit. I guess I, I don't have anything else on soccer. Clearly, I don't know much about it, bro. Well, that's a, like. Uh, oh, do you man. so now knowing that like the World Cup is here in four years, that kind of thing. Do you think that will increase your interest of what happens with like the American team or soccer in general over the next four years? Like, do you think you're more likely to like be like, "Hey, Raiden, come watch the soccer match with me"? In four years, the World Cup's going to be here. Yeah, I, I, I admit it. Does, it's when you, I didn't even know that. That's how little I follow already. But just knowing that, it does make me uh, kind of want to pay attention at least a little bit. Like, if it's going to be a thing, like it's it's. It, it doesn't sway my underlying thought of like, well, we're probably going to get beat again because it's just America and soccer. But maybe it gives me hope that we won't. Or at least that even if we do, we're, we've, we're planting seeds. That's the thing. I don't like it's, – it's like we've been in a rebuilding year as far as Americans and soccer for decades. And that's just the hardest part. But maybe, maybe these rebuilding years are starting to flourish. Maybe in, in the next four years we might actually have a decent showing when they get here. I, I mean – it, there's gonna have there, there's a lot of things that need to go right for that to happen, but I would say they're on a decent path to do that right now is what I would say. Right. And I talk to anybody. Do you remember that the '94 World Cup was here, Joe? Uh, no, and be until like the, the slight research I did for this episode. No, I, I didn't even. We were like eight or ten or whatever age yeah. we were when that was, and I don't remember that at all. Not one. I, I'm one, I'm curious if people older than us like have a vivid memory of it because like I already liked soccer, so like. I watched a ton of those matches already and all that kind of thing. But um, I'm curious if, like, your mom remembers that that happened. You know what I mean? As, like, a yeah, cultural touchdown thing. Not. Yeah. Yeah, I wonder. Yeah, I, yeah. honestly, I doubt it. I'll ask all my uh, – I'm going to ask my South Dakota people if they, ha- if they have any – Yeah, I feel like you have more interactions re- with people who would be like, what's that? But – Dude, that's like I wonder if if the people in the Midwest were even told. Like I wonder if it was even broadcast. <laughs> well, we only had like seven channels, oh right? God. We get to do that now. We could be those people. Yeah, right. That, yeah, there was no streaming back then, so we're not we're not gonna up and uh, mash for the fucking World Cup. So no, we're not doing that. Exactly. <laughs> uh, I love you, South Dakotans. If any of you are listening, I really appreciate it. And everybody else listening, thank you, thank you very much. And uh, you know, we'll see you next time. <laughs>